Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Songs You've Never Heard. This is a podcast all about the deep cuts that should not have been. Maybe you know the artist and not the song, or maybe you know neither. But either way, today might just be that day you hear the greatest song you've never heard before. And now, with me is Chris Cochran. I'm Phil Anderson, and welcome to episode two. It's great to see you, Phil. Great to be seen. Awesome. As always. I'm super excited about today's song. Uh, I've been... We, so the g- genesis for this podcast for me uh, started in 2005. Wow. Yeah. Early in the days of podcasting, um, I wanted to do a show called The Greatest Song Never Heard. Uh, and I started putting it together, started putting it a play- playlist. Well, this is um, not fair at all. You've what? had 15 years of prep time. <laughs> I've had like 15 minutes. That's true. That's true. Uh, so anyway, that's when this started for me. So I'm super excited for today's song because it's one of those songs that I just think is one of the most fantastic songs ever written. And I guarantee that 85 to 90% of people in the world, let alone, well, yeah, in the world, would never have heard this song. That is a big guarantee. Uh, yes. By the way, you were one of the very first podcasters out there. Well, it depends on how you define that, but yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, you had a podcast, uh, you know, yeah. drive around in Seattle with Chris. In 2004. Yeah, so it was 04 that you did that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, started. because that was uh, back in the day when podcasts were getting ramped up and then YouTube kind of took over you the podcast. You still had to thing. have a special piece of software to get them. They only went to your iPod. All my friends were like, what's a podcast? I'm like, it's like a radio show you put on your iPod. And they're like, what's an iPod? So that podcast. was... Podcast. Yeah, that was my life back then. Well, so you have queued up a song today. Yes. That, in theory, I have never heard. I guarantee you've never heard this song. So, Really? One okay. thing about me that uh, Phil has learned and that you as a listener will learn, I love finding obscure things and then becoming the like expert on those obscure things. I especially love other cultures. I especially love um, music and things from other cultures. And so today what I've got lined up for you is something that I think falls into all of that category. And it is truly, I think, one of the greatest songs that you've never heard. Well, let me, let me ask you something real quick. So okay. do you... Um, profile songs based off of notoriety. Let me let me reframe that. <laughs> so um, your Steely Dan's and Fleetwood Macs and 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 bands that have really obviously had some success uh, success um, in the you know big time in the yeah. world, right? Mainstream. Do you poo poo that stuff? And because I know you like uh, independent. No, I li- I like everything, but what really moves me are songs that like. That I hear and go, everyone in the world should know this song. How do they not know this song? So I don't poo-poo those things. Like, I'm not a big Fleetwood Mac and I hate Steely Dan. Uh, But I do enjoy... uh, I would rather actually get into the weird album cuts. In fact, I have a song coming up for us in a few weeks. Beautiful. That when I tell you who it is, you're going to be like, no way. And it's very, very mainstream, but I guarantee no one's ever heard it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's really good. Well, so tell us a little bit about today and why you chose this song. Um, I chose this song. uh, If you listen to the last episode, we talked about how songs uh, bring you back to a specific period of time. Yeah. Uh, After the song, I'll tell you when this time brings me back to, where this, why this song got to me. uh, And I'll explain to you why I think it fits the bill for me as one of those songs that is a genuinely great song as opposed to just, yeah, it's cool. Do you um, do you think it brings you back to like when you were five years old, like back in 1940? No, it was later than that. <laughs> and by the way, you're the one who just had his 60th birthday. So I did. I don't Touché. think we're going to get on age here yet. So, And that's one of the things people should know, too. We're from two pretty different generations when it I'd comes to music. I'd say so, yeah. So. But we, we have had some history in Seattle. Yep. And so we kind of gravitate towards Seattle. I've got some stuff coming up, too. Some pretty obscure Seattle bands. 
fascinating. I know. It's going to be a lot of fun. Lot all of right. Fun. Are you ready for this week's greatest song you never heard? Let's do it. Bring it on. All right. People all get ready. Because we're tearing down the stand. We build what's got unsteady and see it through with newer hands. And what has gone between us is a lot. There's a lot. be there to clean us when you're not when you're not and people all get ready as we're breaking down again we build what's got and steady and see it through wise our hands and what has gone before us is a lot is a lot and who'll be there to ignore us when you're not
that was great. You like that song? Yes. I, I want to guess the name of it. Okay. We have all the time in the world. Nope. Damn it. And and I believe this is also an English person. Uh, no. But somewhere in Europe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. Okay. All right. So this is a band called... Do you want me to dig in or no? Yeah, please do. I... I feel what, like I recognize the voice. What are your first impressions about this song, by the way? Well, so, you know, songs come in all sorts of shapes and sizes and forms. And, and I do like songs that have... Oh, this is a very simple song. Mm-hmm. Okay? Very simple. Three chords. The mm-hmm. entire song. Yes. No bridge. Um, I think there's a chorus, but it uses the same chord progression. And so a very simple song, very simple lyrics, but not without depth. Correct. The depth of the lyrics are massive, mm-hmm. and but it builds on itself and builds on itself. And what you guys don't know this is, as we're listening to the song, and Chris looks over at it, but right in the middle, right at one of the breaks where it's ramping up to the next level, and he's like, "Look at my arms! I get goosebumps every time." On every the song. time. And so that is really cool, and that's what the beautiful thing about music is that really moves us, right? So that those are my initial thoughts of this song. So I'm a sucker for any song that builds and builds and builds and then drops off the end like that. It's at just, the very end, right? It's magic to me. Yeah. Um, I'm also a sucker for songs whose lyrics could mean many things to many people, um, especially because sometimes those songs mean something very different to me than what the writer originally anticipated. So, well, uh, so, and I'm going to jump on this real quick because I underlined a line in this rebuild what's gotten unsteady. Mm. I mean, yep. in this, you know, what we're going through in this world, that is what really resonated with me. So, this will mess with you. This song's from 2006. Okay. Uh, the band is called The Frames. The, uh, the Frames. Frames are a an Irish band. Uh, very probably the second or third most famous Irish band. Um, I would say right now, the, in order of like famous non-traditional Irish music, you've got U2, obviously number one. Until um, uh, who's the, the there's a Irish guy who's big right now. I can't remember his name. Uh, until he came out, Garibaldi, Garibaldi. You would know the song. Anyway, until recently, The Frames was probably the second most popular band in Ireland ever, uh, non, Be- not being traditional Irish music. Behind you too. Behind you too. Yeah. Um, they sell out every show. They'll do five, six, seven shows a night and sell them out in Dublin. Um, Glenn Hansard is the lead singer of this band. Glenn Hansard went on to star in and write most of the music for a, an independent film called Once. Okay. That you may have seen. Um, the well, best. I, I saw it once. <laughs> Sorry, you opened the door. <laughs> um, and if you've ever heard the song Falling Slowly, uh, that's that's Glenn Hansard. Interesting. Um, it, they won a, a, an Emmy for Song of the Year for the movie once. The bass player from the band actually wrote and directed the entire film. Really? Glenn Hansard stars in it. There's an opening scene. If you've never watched anything but the opening scene, it's literally Glenn Hansard standing on a street corner in Dublin busking. And it is goosebump worthy all day long. I saw him in concert at uh, the Moore Theater in Seattle one okay. time. More Egyptian, yeah. Dude walks out on stage, no microphone. Really? I'm sitting on the third level, and he starts singing a song 
from the one soundtrack, and I can hear him clear as day on the third level. Well, the, the more Egyptian theater is acoustically almost perfect. Yes. But, so, uh, acapella. No, well, he's playing his guitar. Just him and his guitar. But no mic. No mic. Wow. He gets done, and everyone in the room is like teary-eyed. This is crazy. And he goes, sorry, that wasn't up to snuff. I'm, I got a little bit of a cold tonight. And you're just like, this is one of the greatest wow. performances ever. You know, Ann Wilson had a cold when she recorded a song. And she's, you could hear it in her voice, mm-hmm. raspy and everything. And she's like, we have to come back when I feel better. And the person recording said, nope, that's exactly what we wanted this. And it's one of her better known songs. So if uh, anyone listening wants to get a taste of what Glenn Hansard does on his own, there's some videos on YouTube of him actually busking. Um, most Christmas Eves, he'll go out onto um, uh, Grafton Street in Dublin and busk. And several times Bono has joined him. So for those of you out there, because I clearly know what it means, what is busking? Uh, it's the, the people who are making performances on the street, playing songs live. And that's how he got his start was like like when you go to like a market and there's a guy there playing his guitar and singing. That's how he got his start. So like a street player? Street performer, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, I never knew it was called busking. So this, album is, uh, this song's from an album called The Cost from 2006. It was one of their first really mainstream attempts. Um, and the reason this song uh, takes me back to a moment uh, is I lived in an area of Seattle um, not too far from uh, Green Lake, which is a big park there in Seattle. And I would run every morning at 6 a.m. It was pitch back. And I listened to a podcast when I would start called the KEXP Song of the Day. This was one of the KEXP songs of the day. And I get obsessive compulsive about a song that really grabs me. So I listened to this song to start my run every single morning for eight straight weeks. Every so single day. really brings you back. Oh, yeah. And the thing I think I love about this song the most is, A, it just builds, it builds, it builds. They have uh, one part of the band is uh, a member. Um, it plays the electric violin. And he has like a chord setup like or a setup on his for his violin like you would for like a really good electric guitar player. And you can hear that in there. It's mixed in. It's all like that builds and builds. I, I, but there's, there's something about these lyrics to me um, that reflect back to what you were talking about, about the brokenness of something. Something's broken and we, we can fix it, but it's getting harder and harder at all times to fix it. And that has spoken to me. In 2006, the world was in a different place than it is today in 20, uh, 2020, uh, especially post-election. It's a very different place then than it is now. Uh, and so this is one of those songs that to me was one that when I listened to this song, it started me being super obsessed with the frames. I've seen them in concert a bunch of times. It's like they're like one of my favorite bands in the world now. And it's funny because you ask most people, have you ever heard of the frames? And they're like, no, who's that? Well, they're only one of the most famous bands ever in Ireland, right? So so um, this guy's voice is, I would I would describe or characterize it as kind of sultry. And, it, and you could just tell he's had life. Mm. And you can hear it in his voice. And then he goes up an octave. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) He's got range, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and there's a lot of songs that Glenn will do that are him borderline screaming. Uh, Not screamo screaming, but like bellowing at the top of his lungs. So, and I'm always a sucker for that, too. Okay, so The Frames, and what's the name of the song? The name of the song is People Get Ready from the 2006 album, The Cost. Uh, By the way, Glenn explains that this song is about that feeling whereby you know everything is wrong completely. But one day, you kind of see through that and realize, yeah, it's all wrong now, but you know, it'll be all right in the end. That's fantastic. You know, that really pisses me off, too, because I had 
song facts from last week's, and I forgot to say them. But next week, you're getting my song facts. I will do it. I will do it. All right. So let's wrap that up for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to us drone on about songs we think are the greatest songs you've never heard. And Chris, this is one of the greatest songs I had never heard before today. Yes. Yes. Two for two. Two for two. All right. We'll see you next week on The Greatest Song You've Never Heard. Where can people find us, Phil? Oh, uh, at thegreatestsongsyouveneverhood.com. On Facebook, we are under The Greatest Songs You've Never Heard. And on Twitter, we are, um, gosh, Twitter. Just take this part out. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're leaving it in there. Uh, T-G-S-Y-N-H. No, that's not it. Next week, we'll tell you where you can find us on Twitter. It's called a tease.